the Icons of Real Estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from eXp's top producing icon agents? If you are an ambitious eXp agent ready to skyrocket your business, this podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your eXp business from $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Arter SEO. Hello, guys. I'm here today with another episode for eXp Realty mini-series here with the face of the Real Estate Masters Summit. With us today, we have Kenny Trunk, known as Fast Agent, leader of Team Fast. He's currently the number one agent when it comes to homes sold in Oakland between 2012 and 2019. Kenny started his career right out of college and has continued to pursue his passion for exceeding clients' expectations by levering local market knowledge with a huge system of technology and tools to delight them through the home buying and selling experience. Kenny's TeamFast was the number one highest producing team in all of eXp Realty world. Yes, that's out of more than 60,000 agents in the month of June. And maybe it will tell us that it will be in the month of August, in the month of September as well, hopefully in the, in the year of 2021. But yeah, we'll see what's happening. Welcome to the show, Kenny. Thanks, uh, thanks for the intro, uh, Tomas. <laughs> so uh, June, June went on fire, right? You're the number one highest producing team. How do you make you feel? Ah, it was pretty cool. I mean, we got a lot of great feedback from it. And it's kind of nice that it came from corporate. Uh, cause we didn't really know. I know ESP is making an effort to kind of really push uh, showing production. So we're, you know, we're not just a recruiting company. We're definitely on a high sales team. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's at the bar pretty high for us. We're excited about that. And I think we're leading um, pretty much every month now, just cause we can talk about it in a bit, just cause of the sheer size of our team uh, and, and, uh, and our growth this month, we've, we've done over 60 million too in for September. And, this is kind of our new base, I think, uh, moving forward as we grow. Nice. This is your year then, no doubt about it. Yeah. So let's start with your real estate journey. Tell us about it. Mm -hmm. We um just got, got, got into real estate right out of college. Uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, had, I was studying business marketing and, uh, and business degree over in Cal State Hayward, which became Cal State University East Bay uh, when I was, I think, 24 years old. So about... 12, a little over 12 years ago, I just turned 37 last week. Uh, and then did that and kind of worked. It was a recession. The, the market completely tanked. Homes were like in my area are like even under $100,000. So I worked a lot of kind of random gigs and jobs I could find on Craigslist. And one of them just got me, somehow got me in front of a lot of real estate agents. And, and I eventually quickly became a, a real estate assistant. Uh, my very, uh, that's kind of my, my stepping stone in real estate was installing lots of signs in the ground and, and on the garages for auction.com, but also doing working for this real estate agent, uh, our broker, he was selling notes and different things uh, in the REO side, um, doing selling lot boxes and doing BPOs and just like kind of like the really, really ground level work. So uh, how did uh, EXP Realty uh, get into in that uh, real estate journey? Uh, funny story, so last... So after being licensed uh, and working in real estate for nine years, um, the last company I was with had a really great run there at Climb Real Estate, uh, which was acquired by Realogy. And then they decided to fold it or put it away right now. So there's no more Climb Real Estate. Um, they they kind of, so they, once they shut down, I had the opportunity 
to interview other brokerages. I, I interviewed about 17 different companies within the week, uh, within I think a 10 or 11 day span and met with 13 different uh, sales manager, broker owners in person in January and decided to just come to EXP because I don't even know what it was to be honest. I didn't do a lot of research. It was actually very low on my list to join. Uh, I came to ESP because it was cheap, you know, with a 16 grand cap. And I, I saw the opportunity to kind of brand myself however I want. So I asked my team to entrust me to give it a shot, you know, to come over to ESP for at least six months to see how, how it would go. Because we were also shopping, you know, looking at like Keller Williams or Compass or Sci. But really glad we came here. And it was funny because we came when we moved over, we didn't have an office space because then my last company shut down. So we were working out like uh, our old lobby or working at restaurants for a couple weeks. And when we came over, we worked. Uh, at our new office for a month and then the whole economy shut down. So, you know, the whole shelter in place thing, COVID came. So we became a fully virtual virtual team uh, about a month after joining XP. Yeah, and, it, and it's and it's going good so far. Are you staying are you staying with DXP? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I can't imagine myself anywhere else. You know, we we grew this team from I moved over I when the climate shut down I had 10 agents with our XP, I think my official join date was like January 23rd. Had I had uh, 12 agents on my team when we first moved over by, I think by July, we had maybe like 38, by June, we had like 19 agents on our team. By August, July, we had like 30, 40. We ended up the, we ended last year with about 80 agents on our team, like our local team, not just the EST organization and such. And then now fast forward, um, we have about 198 team members and we, we onboarded 18 this, uh, in, in September. So We've been adding about 20 agents a month to our roster and we're approaching now like 20 to 30. So we now become the fastest growing team on the eSplit platform because we the best we got we took the best parts of ESP, I think, which is like the the model, the commission structure, the 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 free reign, um, and all that. But we layered on what we what we we feel is more like traditional brokerage. You know, currently we have seven office locations, uh, two retail, and we're opening up two more retail spaces. One actually. Uh, next week in the city of Hercules, California. And then we're opening up, got delayed. We were supposed to open up a couple months ago, but now I got pushed next April, but we're opening a retail space in Hayward. So by next April, May, we should have 14 office locations with four or five retail hubs um, in the Bay Area. So we took the kind of the, the best parts of ESP, which is all the stuff that everyone gets access to, but we also layered like community and uh, brick and mortar and local offices and um, tech tools and training and all that. So now we, I think we feel like we built a real, not the ultimate platform, but we built something really, really cool uh, for people to join. Nice. So what is behind the fast in, in team fast? Is it, is it fast growing, uh, fast selling? How did you create this uh, advantage of, being uh <coughs> faster than others yeah I, I um i started as fast asian brand i think my third year in business um I, be, I became the number one agent in oakland my third year i think that was like 2013 for buyer units and i worked with a lot of technology um leveraging like i mean stuff like then that was pretty advanced now it's not like i was the first agent in my market to get an idx feed on my website so i paid about thousand dollars to copy someone that's all in i think it was like san diego or something and then first to like leverage like trulia and zillow you know, in manually inputting those listings on. I was a reference partner agent and um, did things like record videos of every um, property I toured. It was very empty at that time. Now it'd be a little different. But I strapped a GoPro to my chest. So I actually have hundreds of videos from 10 years ago on YouTube. So I was doing a lot of business and I was like, there's some, and then hashtags were starting to become popular. You know, Uber and Lyft was starting to like, I think, I think they were out back then, I forgot, or at least like starting to grow. But like, you know, 
things were moving pretty fast. So I decided to just brand myself with a hashtag and hashtag fast agent was my brand. And I use that for, still use it to this day. Uh, but the, this brand is about 10 years old, but two, two, a little over two years ago, I started this brand called hashtag team fast. Um, I shouldn't know the, my, my third, my fourth year in business, I started team fast agents, three words. That thing didn't really stick. It has this kind of circle icon <laughs> with a house on it with these like, these lines behind it. So the house was moving fast. It, it, it looked cool at that time, but now it looks pretty tacky. Uh, but that kind of died down. I didn't have team fast agents more. And I joined Clown Real Estate. But a couple years ago, I started hashtag team fast. And when I moved over to ESP Realty last January, hashtag team fast was about a year old. And then in April, I filed a DBA, a doing business as for the brand fast real estate. And when I got that, took a couple, took a couple months and then I got that approved by the DRE. So I went from hashtag fast agent to hashtag team fast to fast real estate. So fast real estate now is my company and brokerage. It's more than just a small team. So my company and brokerage um, that I represent fast real estate now has like the two, about the 200 agents on a, a roster. And then our, our email addresses are at fastagents.com. So now I multiply myself from one fast agent. Now we have hundreds of fast agents. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was it was a bit of a confusion there with the fast agent team fast team fast agent real estate. It, it, it was very confusing last year. Um, <laughs> so that's why that's actually we had like, when when I was still in sales, I'm out of production now. I I, yeah. I work with a couple of listings here and there. But last year, okay, my sales team, my sales team that I'm on, on the as a team fast and the agents I brought on to any model where they have they can do what they want with using our brand with fast real estate. But then. As, as confusing as this conversation is, that's what happened last year. So we decided, okay, they're, they're fast real estate team fast is all one thing. There's no, okay, these people do this, these people do this. It's all, and then our agents can use fast agent and all this. So it's just all one, one big thing now. So there's less confusion yeah. this year. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, okay, you were named the Inman News Most Innovative Agent Broker of the Year. Um, can you give us some perspective on the inside world of your? Uh, savvy marketing and, and system and process to make you have yeah, this recognition so back so this is like 2015 so again like a lot of stuff that i do back then might not seem that innovative now like mm -hmm. i was one of like showing people how to like connect different tools like i was using real scout connected to mailchimp um and running facebook ads to the same group and getting using zapier and then on i was doing a lot of email marketing back then a lot of won a lot of awards for email marketing there's still i, I stopped doing them a couple of years ago but you can still find a couple hundred of my old, old emails on kennychung.com. There's a section that says newsletter. So what I did back then was I, I kind of leveraged um, pop culture, like a movie. It could be like, um, I don't know, like a movie, what the, the rock, or it could be a Snickers bar, or it could be um, Pepsi or Coke. And I, I kind of modified the logo. I paid someone to do it, modified the logo to also fast agent. Um, but it's, it's not, it wasn't illegal because it's not copyright. You're not making it look like that, that same product line. But I just kind of copied that thing and, or app or Amazon and made a fast agent that every single week um, for six years, five or six years, I created this email newsletter that took me like a good six, seven hours, sometimes even 10 to, to do this email newsletter once a week where it was completely branded with different color schemes and all that to match that, to match that logo and had uh, real estate content in it. And they kind of built my name off that. But there's some other, other things I did too. That was like savvy. And then I took also that email marketing and posted on LinkedIn and my Facebook cover page and Facebook business cover page. I sent that every week. So I got, I was pretty notorious for that. And there's some other cool stuff too. Like um, when the War Golden State Warriors won uh, the championship in, in Oakland, I, I paid, I think I paid like $21,000, but I had a Skywriter, right? While there's like 2 million, 2 million people out 
in Oakland. I did you know, Kenny Chung, number one agent in Oakland, Climb Real Estate, number one on Zillow. And there's two more lines, but I, I was always constantly innovating in marketing. And at, for a couple of years, I even had, a, one, had 100 butt benches in the city of Oakland that all I said was fast, well, all I said was fast agent on it spread across Oakland. So that, so like lots of these different things combined was why I won the Innovative Award back uh, many years ago. Yeah, sounds sounds very cool and very very spontaneous uh, ideas. And and yeah, you're not afraid to to open to open the back from them, and uh, it, and yeah. it seemed to have worked worked out for you. <laughs> so do do you still keep up with the the latest uh, innovations and and trends out there? Yeah, we do now. Now like there's less innovation needed. Um, and I, cause then like before, I mean, you even go back like 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, you know, when you're building out like a MySpace page or a Zanga, there's a lot of design work involved in color scheme, all that. Now it's all about social media influence. So there's not a lot of innovation left in like overall design. Now it's just about like get reach. And now like I, I haven't made ever made a TikTok or real before, but my team does. It's like, so like, you, cause this is what's innovative right now. So Right now, I, the innovation is mostly built in the, in the team space. Like we're a Zillow Flex online leads teams and growing team phase. So I spend most of my time uh, in conferences. Like I have eight, I think eight more, maybe 10 more conferences this year um, moving forward. Like I just came back from a couple of days in Lake Tahoe for a uh, John Cheplak event, learning about leadership and recruiting and, um, and team growing. And like, I think a lot of the innovation is in, in that space where you're leading people, like becoming a stronger leader. So less like gimmicky cool looking stuff now in the innovation space and more about personal development and team development um we're the second largest zillow flex partner in the entire bay area um and happy, happy we're excited we're really excited to be um the, i think the second team to join zillow flex and then we're also you know we have partnerships with like homelight and upness and uh, all, all these other sites so the innovation space is really now in the hands of the team leaders trying to get bigger accounts grow the team larger and, and, and do more sales overall. So like taking a step back from being the front of the company um, and on social media to help, help people grow. Yeah, looking good. And, uh, and again, so you manage uh, Team Fast or Fast Agent or Fast Agent Real Estate, uh, which operates as, as a high performance team, if not the highest uh, performing team right now. Uh, of course, if I ask, uh, how do you make this happen? It can, it can be a tricky question because we can be here for a week, but if you can <laughs> do a little, a little answer for this. So how do you make yeah, uh, it's, it's, this um, lot, lot of A lot of teams are running a really similar model because I, I, I was on ECG Mastermind this morning. So I, like, I, I'm not gonna talk about how we got here, but I'm talking about like what we're running right now. We currently mm -hmm. have a, a five person leadership department. I'm kind of the visionary CEO leader. We have director of sales and coaching. Uh, that's one person on the team. We have a director of onboarding and partner relationships. We have director of operations. And then we have kind of like our own in-house broker uh, compliance person to like look over contracts and stuff. And then we have two at like high level admin roles. We have an operations specialist. We're kind of building her into what a lot of teams call an integrator. And we also have team relationship specialist, uh, two ISAs and two VAs. So that's kind of, that's mostly our, our, our staff and team. We have about 10 people, 10 staff supporting um, close to 200 agents on the team. And then within our, our team or our company, um, we have squads. We have not seven sub team leaders or squads managing, overlooking nine agents each. Uh, the nine agents are determined by agents coming onto our Zillow Flex team. So if someone wants to be on Zillow Flex program, they have to be aligned with a squad. And then for a new uh, squad leader and our new agents coming in, we currently have, I think like 15 mentors 
our, each mentor we have, we, we copy ESP program, each mentor we have are signed up to seven mentees and they're, they're there for them for the first three contracts. Uh, and then on top of that, we also have a, uh, we have a training library. Many teams are doing training libraries now. We have a full library. And then three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, 8.30, 9.30, we have coaching calls, group coaching calls. We have about 60 people on those calls. Monday is accountability and motivation and accountability. Wednesday is market update and role play. Friday is open discussion. And then we use Slack. There's like, we literally have over 100 something thousand messages on Slack. I invited my entire downline at EXP to my Slack, I invited local people, other agents I like in the area to Slack. Uh, we have channels for like showing requests and market updates and um, mar marketing tools. So in general chat, so we, we use a lot of technology, but we do use people pretty heavily to tie it all together. Yeah, you seem, you seem to have the, the, the structure there uh, pretty much aligned. Like what would be like an advice for you to, first, your team is, is, is rather big right now. You have uh, a lot of agents on your downline. What would be your advice for someone who is still, let's say have 20, 20 agents on his downline, his or hers on downline, and has like two or three uh, team members, what would be your advice to them? I mean, really build out these uh, structure, build out these processes because you get two agents. I mean, depending on what it is, you're probably not as busy as you'd like to be. So block out some time each week to implement something. So we're, we're I mean, I have a long list of things. I, I go to all these conferences and there's still, I like, I told my sales manager, he, he went with me. My sales manager said, there's just way too many things we haven't not done yet. We can't just keep going to conferences and look for more ideas. So like, I would say build out, build out something, get all your processes in order, get everything on spreadsheets, start building a training library, um, lean on your upline and lean on people that, that you work closely with. You know, like I'm, I just happen to be in the fast forward movement with uh, Kyle Whistle and Daniel Bear, which is also in the Jay Kinder group. So like we send a lot of our agents to the Monday calls. We have them participate in the Facebook groups. We have them go on workplace. So like just make, before you constantly add tons of more things to increase your business, you know, make sure you're utilizing what's in front of you. Even I'm guilty of that right now. Like I have so many things on my plate. Like I went to this great like ISA operations playbook event and learned so many things about ISA. It's, it's been 11 months. I still don't have, I have two ISAs, but not the type of ISA I want to hire. I still don't have an in-house ISA. So you got to like, just sit back sometimes and, and, and really, really look at your list of to-do list and stop just, stop just going to conferences just to add 10 more things to do, really knock out each thing and, and plan ahead. I think every, whatever your team size, whether you're two, 20 or whatever, you know, set, set a couple goals for each quarter and, and put your full focus on accomplish like these rocks. Like, and once you get these things, these steps are going to, you know, take, take your business further. Cause while you're not as busy, while you're smaller, it's probably a better time to build, build a really strong foundation. Cause you're growing. I mean, we, we've, this is my third time doing a team and I finally got it right. Cause when you're growing too fast and things aren't, you know, you don't have a good post on what's going on, things can implode pretty easily. Or people say, you know, you're just growing for the sake of growing. It's a mess over here. Like, what are you doing? You're just trying to make more money or do this. So you need to have very like stable systems and the right people in place. And, and so, so can we uh, learn from, from your mistakes? So you mentioned this is the third time and uh, the one that was successful in the first two times, uh, what went wrong? First time I um, had my team for two years, I just didn't get enough motivated people. We had a six person um, office and I brought that to 10. So it's a really small shop. Um, and I just decided I need something new. Uh, last time I built a team at the, my first, like my first year at, at Climb Real Estate, 
now it was more like the team was more like many many okay this is where many teams fail that team was more like a group and i was mentoring agents i had contracts with them when they closed something i got paid i wasn't necessarily on, on the contracts and stuff and then many teams right now what i've seen fail the most is like they're offering very high splits the split's not the issue by the way but they're offering very high splits on 90 10. so they're combining all the numbers from all the agents to make the team look bigger and better which which does many agents newer agents i mean you, you you, you could do that until you, it doesn't work for you. And so I'm telling you what doesn't work. You know, you're, you're not, you're combining numbers, but your agents aren't getting a lot of value because of the margins are so low. All you're doing is combining numbers to, and, and banking on that as the brand. We do X amount of deals a year, so you should hire us. That works up at a certain point. And then that if, you're not, if you're not able to take money and put it back in the business to grow that, adding more value, adding more support, adding more admin, adding more leads, adding more systems, adding more marketing, you know, your team members might start looking around other places. And then you as the, as the leader, as the leader of your team, constantly, constantly needs to be evolving and, and growing because if, if your agents want to grow and you don't, which is fine, you could be a 50, hundred million producer, just completely crush it, but your team members might want more. And that's a struggle of the business. You can't stop people from wanting more, you know, you're supposed to grow them. Um, and if you want to keep growing, if you if you want to retain, you need to keep growing or at least get more involved with your agents. So I see many many lo even local team leaders, good friends of mine, are starting to like see breaks in their in their business because they're not evolving. They're they're they're, they're hyper focused on their sales, and, and they're not focused on the agents. You know, because oh they're fine. They're doing like I I'm I'm thinking of an agent right now. She did 14 deals last year. Uh, the team leader gave her one deal with 9 10 split. It's great, but okay, the split skill, why don't I just go solo and just pay a, like a cap or whatever? And then like, then there's, there's no value out there. It worked for many years, like three, four years until it doesn't. So I think for people who want to, who want to grow their organizations, you really truly have to grow yourself and make sure you're growing your agents. It's not about just doing more deals. Many agents would think you just want more, more deals, people are happy, but people want either more time or money and you need to be able to help them get there. And, but you also, so you can't really stay complacent as leader. So everyone's uh, goals and what, their task list or things you need to do to grow their company is going to be way different. But the thing is nothing ever, nothing should ever be stagnant in the same all the time. Nice. That's, that's very good advice, Kenny. And you mentioned you were part of the J Kinder group. Is that it? Yeah, we're part of the, the honey badger group, my sponsor is sponsor and so on. So I'm in all those oh, guys. Uh, yeah, because mine, we, I guess we just had uh, like the previous episode was with uh, J Kinder. <laughs> so oh, that's, cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. <laughs> so now uh, if you let us, Kenny here, uh, go a bit nostalgic. If you could go back to the start of, of your career, uh, what would you tell to your younger self? Seek out more people. I mean, realize, well, it's a little different now, but now we, you have podcasts and webinars and stuff. It's way easier before when I first started. Um, and so I would recommend listening to more stuff like this, but implementing, actually implement, don't just listen, just to listen. Um, but when earlier self, it was, I did a good job of it, but I could have always done better was, you know, the go out and network more, go to, go to as many uh, local events as you can. You're on this MLS, but travel an hour to the next MLS when they're doing networking and mixers, find every opportunity you can to improve yourself and then and find every opportunity you can to speak in front of a lot of different people. That's going to open up a lot of more opportunities and referrals and stuff like that. Like I went to Inman my first year, you know, I couldn't afford a ticket. I just did the $50 agent reboot day because I couldn't afford the $900 or whatever it was at that time event. But, you know, I went every single year. I think in the last 22 Inmans, I maybe missed two in New York, but now, now that's why I'm a big part of that community. Um, and then early on, seek out people in your marketplace that you want to um, 
mentor many depends if you're a good person and you know you you are hungry even the busiest agents will be open to mentoring you i've seen that a lot in my market but if you're just trying to pick their brain just just to pick their brain because they're a top producer and and you're not going to implement it then you're not going to get like a lot of good feedback so early, i would say for ages early on and and to myself you know seek out people invite them to coffee or lunch and really like understand what makes them tick how they work because there's a thing called like modeling you want to um seek out different agents but you want to kind of look don't just because someone does a lot of business does a ton of business doesn't mean you want to be like that person because they they run a different completely different shop or type of operation you know you want to seek out agents that you have a high respect for in your market how they do business what their brand is do people treat them with respect and what type of homes they sell and kind of like maybe model your business after that person early on i modeled my business after a couple of brokers two three brokers in my area i had a lot of respect for it that did a lot of flips had great branding um had like a lot of agents follow them and was really well respected and then now you know, a couple of years down the line, I, I exceeded all their, their sales. And I started modeling. I went to Tom Ferry conference and I started seeing agents that I wanted to model my business after and like tons of top producers at Tom Ferry. Now, like now that I exceed all their, you know, I, I think I'm going to be either number one or number two team in California this year, because we're doing about close. We'll do very, very close if not over $700 million of business. And this year we'll do two and a half uh, billion. Um, but now I have no one to model after, but then I, I don't, I now I'm taking small, small snippets. Like I just came back from a conference yesterday where like 12 different team leaders on stage talk about different things. Like now I'm trying to like pull little things I respect out each team leader to mold myself into becoming a better, stronger uh, leader. Yeah, I, I, have, I have a saying, which is like benchmark until you are benchmarked. You know, you know what I mean? I've never heard that before. I'm going to use that like that. <laughs> Uh, you can use that that's that's for free <laughs> yeah. but yeah i used to say that because it's really like that you know like uh, uh, do the same as others did until you're bigger and uh, stronger than them and then they look at you and they do the exact same that you did to them and uh, even if you are at the top doesn't mean that you can still grow right you just have to take a different approach just like you did like taking yeah. little little pieces of, uh, uh, of yeah, wisdom. This, um, this event I went to uh, yesterday, big, big team leaders. Like, I mean, this is, this is pretty advanced, but like, wow, that person does this, but also it only works because they have this, this, and this. Their splits are different, their models are different, their admin, they run it, but this team does this, but it, 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 all this wouldn't work. Everyone's team is completely different. On paper, it sounds kind of similar, but it depends on the people, the culture, like, all kinds of stuff so you really need to like dive really deep and figure out what that looks like because i like i talked about like uh before people people can't copy my business because you know i'll give you an example my 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 high level my first assistant right now originally i shared her with three people like me and two more people i i didn't hire her and then someone found a uh, founder she's really qualified so i i was just one of three people sharing the assistant and then someone left someone left the company and we put in another person and then things didn't work out right with that person and it was just left me and another agent top agent working with this assistant uh and then he left the different company so i got i got stuck with her in a good way and then i had to build a team so like and then later on like a lot of the the struggles and the failures that happened during that process was why we we, we grew pivot the way we did so someone can't just come tomorrow start up shop and copy my playbook and it works for them because the, the people it, it, it kind of evolved into the, we didn't pick, we didn't know where we were going with this model and, and how, and now, now it's worked for us. So like, just be careful when you're watching people's stuff, like take a step back and see not just, okay, this person has a director. We don't have, so we don't have a director of marketing. Like we don't, I don't think we need one because we don't do a lot of radio ads and TV and 
bunch benches are, are uh, we don't do like Google ads, all that. So like, but you know, we, we someone else might. So like, you just gotta figure out what your company looks like. You can't just copy someone else thing and it will work for you because it needs to match everything else around your company. And this is where you get, you know, you're gonna start picking up little things from each company. Yeah, and each, each company has its own culture. Even, uh, yeah. even of course, you talk about like different departments that one company lives out of them and maybe your company doesn't even have that apartment. So just, uh, it, it depends on, on the culture, right? Yeah, like I'll give you an example. Uh, I really like our squads. This is our third round. Our squads have like crazy names like Thundercats, Extreme Squad, The Collective, <laughs> Voice to Men. Uh, like, I don't know, like it's Omega Squad. Like right now I'm just thinking or Caliente squad. So like other teams I've talked to, oh yeah, we have green, green team, blue team, red team, yellow team. Great. Or we have team one, team two. So like we, we've built the culture with very Asian centric branding. And, and I think a lot of this also kind of evolved from, you know, the, my years of email newsletter, it's more pop culture. It's more fun. So I built a culture around kind of like more fun social. So stuff we work, we do wouldn't work for many other teams. It would just like sound, it'll actually sound really dumb. Like who has a team called extreme team on our team or thundercats or, but it works really great for for our people and, and what we've done oh, that, that's not dumb at all i find it really amusing it would sound very odd for a more like serious team like why do you have yeah. a team called omega team on your on the, the kenny team it makes no sense but we you know we're, we're fast real estate and this is what we do yeah and if you show and if you show them uh, your books it would make even more sense right <laughs> yeah so uh, where do you go from here? What are your, your goals for uh, the end of this year, the, the next coming year? A lot, of, um, a lot of goals, like, I mean, we're really good at recruiting. So that, that's, just, that's just a given. We're, uh, we're a couple of the things we're launching right now. We're launching, we launched a partnership with a real estate school. Um, so in the last, like, less than 30 days, we received over 200 leads. So we're doing our first career day. Um, next week online, um, online, and then we'll do some stuff in person. So we're going to really break into two different markets, a San Jose market and Walnut Creek pretty in-depth. So we're probably going to expect to onboard 30, 40 agents starting next year. That's my expectations. And a lot of, a lot of what I spend my time on is opening retail spaces. Right now we have in Oakland, which is our headquarters, we have a nine down square feet warehouse completely tricked out. We love, love, love the office space. People are in there every day. Uh, then we have office space in Brentwood. We're opening up two more retail office spaces over 2,000 square feet each, brand new being built right now in new development area in the city of Hayward and Hercules. So on a map, I've, 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 last, last summer, I said, I'm going to these 10, loca uh, 10 locations. I've hit eight of them already. So we went to everywhere we, we said we would. So quickly, like in the East space, so I have office in, uh, retail, office, um, in, <coughs> Oakland, Walnut Creek, Concord, Brentwood, Sacramento, and we're opening a co-working space in San Francisco next week. That's six. And then Hayward and Hercules will be eight. And then now we're looking a little further out. We're looking to get office spaces in San Jose area, the Peninsula, San Mateo County area, um, uh, Vacaville or Fairfield. I'm actually looking at Vacaville today, um, Stockton, um, Vallejo. And then we're expanding. Oh, we have Sacramento too. I missed on the first list. Sacramento. And then we're now we're looking to expanding to like Tahoe uh, and LA next year. So that'll actually put us on 15 locations. So we're, we're looking at 15 office locations, all in Northern California, except LA by probably quarter two next year. And then from there on, like we're, we have, we're talking to people in like areas like Atlanta and Vegas and so on. So we want to bring this fast real estate brand. Also last year we did the fast real estate brand, got the DBA, got to provide DRE. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got the trademark approved 
So no one else can use fast real estate now. And in fact, because I was worried that if I start promoting fast real estate, someone in Portland or Vegas or Minnesota, wherever can can file a DBA, then I'm screwed because then they they will own that they will own that brand down there. So I have the trademark. So now I'm ready to take this fast real estate brand uh, and bring it to every not every but like bring it to any state, city or state with good people, with teenagers there that makes sense. So we're ready to expand this brand. So we're we're, we're taking a big page out of the Keller Williams playbook with our expansion team because I think ESP has been really great. Uh, not lazy, but it's been the most efficient way to expand your reach and it, without actually running an expansion team. But I want to run expansion teams and open up brick and mortar and market centers in different cities and states on the HP platform. So now we're getting the best of both worlds, which will, will allow us to grow even faster. So my goal next year is to have 15 office locations up by Q2. And then from then on, start looking into other cities and states for, for real estate partners, like true real estate partners. We're, we're running an actual real estate team where we have like admin and ISA teams and VAs and online leads uh, and, and regular business in those areas and really bring this brand uh, and being the biggest, well, we're already number one team in ESP, but just, just blowing out the water. So next year we're forecasting to do probably $2.5 billion in real estate sales. What I'll probably end the year next year with easily 600 agents. The year after that, I don't, I usually don't look that far in my business. I usually have like two year plan, but there's nothing stopping us from the following year doing $5 billion or $6 billion in real estate in 2023. And that I don't even know, like at, this, at that point, it doesn't, it's not even, it's not even about making money at this point. It's just like, how can I grow? Cause it's fun to grow. And where can I go? Like, I, I would love to travel every month to different city and state for like a week or two. And then talk to team leaders and build something there and move on, build something there and just like, you know, really grow, grow this thing out. Cause I've seen that ESP is a really efficient way of growing, but many team leaders are struggling because when, when, I mean, here's a tip for the ESP people that, you know, mostly listen to this call, you know, you really got to focus on production because you're all in on recruiting. You're just going to require recruit recruiters and recruiters recruiting by itself without production is really hard. There's some people that do it, but they've had, you know, many, many years of experience, like, like Jay Kinner and them, they crushed it. Now that's why they crushed it in this, but many people want the, the results of the recruiting side without putting in any effort on the production side. So if you're going down that journey is really hard to come back from it. So you see a lot of um, ESP talking like alphas and betas at ESP with thousands downline. They only have like five to 10 frontline. And then now they can't get anyone to join them on their frontline because now they're all, they're just known as a recruiter. Well, how can you actually help me grow my business? You're just recruiting. And they, they've gone so far down that rabbit hole that they can't come back. So me, I, I personally have, uh, I think, 86 frontline with 55 or 56 FLQAs. Um, I'm top 10 in the company, top, if not top, top 11 or 10. Last month it was 12. Um, but I'm focusing on production and growing out sales teams. And that's why I'm able to kind of scale, scale this business. Well, scale this business, but leverage both to support each other. So I don't focus on one or the other. Nice. Man, uh, I, love, I love your vision. And uh, Kenny, the world is yours to take. So... I hope I hope that you go get it. <laughs> if uh, if if I can uh, uh, have you for one more question, is a question that we ask every guest here: is um, in what areas do you feel you need to improve, and what are you doing about it? I mean, lead, lead, leadership skill, but <clears throat> one aspect of it which I've been learning is really just like diving deep into my people. I, we we just been growing. I, like my time is limited, you know. To grow. I just came back from Greece for two weeks too, but so I'm able to run a business uh, out, out of the country, but, you know, really making sure I'm, I know I can do my best to understand who's in my company, what some of the things are. If that's not me, making sure my, my leaders 
leadership team or my squad leaders or people are really involved in the people's lives, uh, not only for retention, but also like be a bigger part of them. So what I've learned over the weekend, actually, this, yeah, this weekend from this conference was like, like a lot, every, every, most of the team leaders have the same um, similar things you're saying about loving your people. So I, I need to make an effort to like dive deep in, into creating more uh, stronger relationships with, with my agents. But it's hard when literally every day there's a new agent coming on. Like, I don't know who they are. So like finding ways to make sure I, I know I know who they are. So that that's going to be a nonstop um, go. Yeah. And then maybe that will be one of the secret ingredients for your uh, upcoming growth. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Kenny, let's finish uh, this up. Okay, how can our audience reach you? Uh, probably best way is Instagram. I'm on there every day posting a lot. Uh, Kenny underscore fast. If you do want to email me, um, I'm at Kenny at fastagents.com, uh, website kennytrend.com, or you want to book a time on my calendar, um, fastafzoom.com, fastafzoom.com for a 15 minute call. Uh, for whatever. And then uh, call Kenny fast.com is a 30 minute call. Uh, but in, I prefer Instagram. It's best way to uh, reach out to me. Great. And, uh, and yeah, thanks for joining us, Kenny. It was a pleasure. Bye. Cool. Thanks, man. Be great talking to you, Tomas.